I said, okay, I will give them so much substance Mm-hmm. in a small size book so it mm-hmm. could be a big size book in a deeper thinking way mm-hmm. that would always want more give mm-hmm. them a little bit of meat over time so this right. is i decided to publish it one book every year welcome to diversity dish where we're dishing on everything diversity equity inclusion and justice related my name is Cedrola Maruska, and we're bridging the gap between what needs to be said and what needs to be heard. Those individual experiences that are often ignored or simply dismissed. Sometimes I'm dining alone, sometimes I'm dining with friends, and sometimes I'm dining a la carte. No matter how I'm dining, it promises to be delicious. Let's dig in. We first met Antonio Myers in episode 26, Putting Humanity First, where he talked about his autism and why he believes it to be his great blessing. Today, he's back talking to us about his brand new book, A Grandmother's Unconditional Love, which is currently available through Amazon.com, the paperback as well as the electronic version. In this episode, Antonio is going to tell us what his motivation was to write the book, what he expects to see in the future, and exactly who he thinks will benefit from reading the book. So when I think about my book, I often think about how autism is truly a gift. Um, It is truly a gift in terms of my 3D thinking. I think outside the box while society tries to confine me to that same box. Mm -hmm. And it's rooted within my compassion, rooted in my empathy too, Mm -hmm. and how I truly humanize myself and humanize other people, Mm -hmm. seeing and treating people as people, instead of creating unnecessary divisiveness and unnecessary strife that people do when they try to uh, nitpick people. Mm -hmm. It could be because of your beliefs, um, because of how you live your life. Even if the person's a decent person, Mm-hmm. Even if they are a wonderful person, they make up something about them to dislike because us versus them thinking is addictive. So my having autism, it makes me surpass that thinking mm-hmm. and to really connect with the person instead of obsessing over the differences all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's why you call it your great blessing, right? Is that what you call it? Yes. Yeah, well, you know, and and I think that that's fantastic. And I think that if more of us allowed ourselves to think that way, if more of us allowed ourselves to see each other as human, you know, see the humanity in everyone, then we would all be much better off, (laughs) don't you think? I do. 
Yeah. I really did because I think a lot of times it's people we're so bent on how the old ways have been mm-hmm. and not understanding that we have to grow with the times. Right. We have to grow with the times. And yeah, absolutely. So your book that you, when did you publish your book? First of all, when did your book come out? The first week of the 16th, which was my birthday. Yeah, I'm sorry. The first week of what? This September 16th, that week, that's when it became published. Oh, the week of September 16th. Okay. In 2001, of course. Um, and that's when you published 2000, it. 2021. 2021. You're <laughs> I'm way behind, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> and I turned 28 that week. So that was a blessing. If actually it came out the day of my birthday. Wow, that's fantastic. And the name of your book is A Grandmother's Unconditional Love, right? Yes. So right. why did you name it? Why is that the title of your book? I think people would love to know that. It's here, the day you've been waiting for. The registration for the Discovery Den cohort is now open. You can find the link in the show notes, or you can go to sidrolamaruska.com backslash work dash with dash Sadie, and that's S-E-D-I-E. What is the Discovery Den cohort? It's a place where you get to connect with like-minded people and you get to dig further into the information that we've shared. The Discovery Den cohort is where we're going to help you take those strengths that are yours. We're going to help you identify your strengths, take those strengths, couple them with your passion and find exactly where you want to make or where you can make a laser-focused difference. So come on by sidrolamaruska.com backslash work dash with dash Sadie or look in the show notes. The link is there. It's the title of my book because um, it had everything to do with my, my love for her. She's the first person to empower me with autism Mm -hmm. and the first person to empower me with helping to empower women, chivalry, that was my favorite thing she would instill in me. Mm. And we never really had a conversation about the autism because I don't think she knew, which Mm. I would love to have gotten her opinion on it. Mm-hmm. But she empowered without even knowing it. You can be kind without knowing how kind you really are. Right. Wow, that's, yes, absolutely. You don't know when whatever kindness you project to someone is going to make a difference for that person or how much of a difference it's going to make for that person you know, as a matter of fact. So I think that's really interesting. So you said that your grandmother did not know that you were autistic? No. Um, Did did you learn about your autism after she passed? Is that why? 
Yes. Okay. All right. But she was still, she still loved you to death and gave, instilled in you so many great qualities that you've grown with. Right. And the very first funeral I went to was hers. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest um, tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was the first time I was aware of a loved one could transition, could no longer be in the flesh. But what I do remember about her is how um, often she, even though she didn't have the best of ankles, mm-hmm. because she was up there, Mm-hmm. Um, she would still try to groove with me, a little dance for a right. grandchild. So I'll always remember that. Wow, what a nice memory to have of her dancing with you. How old were you when your grandmother passed? I was seven. Seven years old. Yeah, so you were fairly young, huh? Yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So tell us a little bit about what you've written in the book and where your, and, you know, besides your grandmother, where your inspiration came from for the things that you wrote in your book. My family legacy. Mm-hmm. In, 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 in the sense that we positively impact law, commerce, and politics and the local area of D.C. where I live, mm-hmm. including my own educational experiences. For example, I'll give us a synopsis of it, a short one. Mm-hmm. I was told I wouldn't be able to speak, move, be anything, you know, vegetative state. Really? Boy, but were they wrong dead wrong (laughs) and I despite all that with the right support with my own work ethic and my own sense of remembering her uh, and you know her instilling wonderfulness within me well I actually say it was already stimulated by her Mm -hmm. I was able to be an academic success a career success and a life success because of my inner beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so this is really a memoir, um, kind of remembering the things that have transpired through the years to help you become the man that you are. Absolutely. What's your favorite part about the book or in the book? My favorite part of the book is tell, you know, my words being a light to autism spectrum families in terms of exactly how I overcame the biography part is my favorite because that really makes the book the most um, compelling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my least favorite part of the book was disclosing childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. That was hard to do. And I remember getting 
trying to seek support from the right people in my life, how do I go about this? Because I was very much into not revealing that, Mm -hmm. but, you know, they helped me understand that the healing is not about me, it's about our community. Mm -hmm. And so that was the bravery was to not fall um, into the trap of thinking that, well, these victim blamers won't believe me and all the things that go along with that. So I did it anyway mm-hmm. and not prioritize them, but prioritize uh, other people who could find ideas on true deliverance from my story. Right. So is there a particular audience that you're targeting with your book? Um, it's someone that you feel is going to get the most out of what you've written? Uh, several. Mm-hmm. Uh, the neurodiverse city community, people with disabilities, people with autism, people who have been survivors, people who face trauma, people who are um, labeled outcast and supporters of these outstanding people, uh, people in college, people in high school. It's so many audiences. I'll just stop at those. Okay. (laughs) So you were trying to write a book that could help as many people as possible is what I'm hearing. Yes. Yes. So what was your process for writing? Like, Did you write a certain number of hours every day or were you completely focused like for a few weeks or what was your process? My process was to write, freestyle write, what was ever in my heart and not worry about the time. Mm -hmm. And that's how I was able to write such a meaningful tale mm-hmm. is that you just free write is the best way to describe it and you worry about the editing later that's what the professional editors are there for mm-hmm. just release therapeutically mm-hmm. so when you say release therapeutically do you feel that writing this book has helped you therapeutically yes it made me recognize I have more moral courage than I think mm-hmm. and that I'm braver than I previously assumed. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and also, I think you mentioned that, you know, you, you spoke about some things in the book that were very hard for you to speak about. So did going through and speaking about them and putting them out there also help heal that hurt a little bit more? Yes, it gave me more clarity, Mm -hmm. more insight, and I was able to be more at peace with my intuition. Nice. Good. So where is your book available? Amazon.com. Right now, it's an e-book for $2.99 until the 8th. And on the 8th is officially 
release. That's the publication date. Mm-hmm. And that's when the paper book edition, paperback edition of my book will be publicized to the October 8th. And I have a October 8th book launch on the Clubhouse app under my neurodiversity club that I host. Okay. Okay. Nice. So the uh, you haven't even officially launched and you're already seeing a lot of success with your book. Yes, because I'm me. Because you are you. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yes, because you are you. Absolutely. Do you think that you are going to write some more? Have you been bitten by the writing bug? Yes, I have. It's a this is the book series. This is one. I've always liked the idea. It's like the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. And the Blueford High series, mm-hmm. that one. That's what made me go, I want, I want in on this book series business. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you create a dedicated fan base. Mm-hmm. And it may, and that's why I, I've made a smart, I made a wise business move. I My book is, every book I do is under 130 pages. One, people short attention spans. I said, okay, I will give them so much substance mm-hmm. in a small size book so it mm-hmm. could be a big size book in a deeper thinking way. Mm-hmm. That would always want more. Give mm-hmm. them a little bit of meat over time. So this right. is, I decided to publish it one book every year. One book every year. Mm-hmm. Nice. So how long did it take you to write this book? January until early September. Okay, so until a little bit before you soft launched, basically, released it. Yes, and I started the book on the 17th of this year. She transitioned that day for 20 years, back to 2001. So I started on a day about her. And okay. that's what originally I was going to publish this book January 17th of next year, but I was able to find editors who who worked a lot more efficiently than I assumed. Mm-hmm. And my publisher has been quite helpful. So it's actually next week when it'll be out. Right. So it's much sooner than you expected. Well, that's awesome. Yes. Have you already started writing your next book then? Or are you I still have. focusing? You you have. But um, but you still have this launch going on. So you're kind of a busy guy. Yeah. I, I'm a busy guy who doesn't succumb to the temptation of busyness because I have to self-care, plenty of time for myself, my loved ones, my inner circle, my friendships. People like family, people become like my family, the biological. Yeah. Good for you. I remember from our first conversation that you you were very much aware of how much you need to take care of yourself as well as work. And right. You, yeah. And you are you are a busy guy. You do all kinds of stuff. You're on 
clubhouse you've got your podcast and now you're writing books and it's just just great it's just incredible you just keep going and going and going thank you I really appreciate it yeah well I'm very excited about your book excuse me Uh, I'm going to definitely put the information in the show notes to link directly to how people can purchase the book and also to our previous conversation so that they can hear more about you and learn more about you as they're um, hearing and seeing this episode. And so they can know um, a little bit more about why it would be really interesting for them to pick up the book, because if you're writing a memoir, I think it's going to be really, really interesting. Yes, the, uh, yes, a person on the spectrum, person with autism, we can be authors. In fact, I'm creating a, I'm starting a movement, an autism entrepreneurship movement. Mm. See? Busy, busy. <laughs> and and this movement, excuse me, this movement, what, what does it entail? Like, what are you doing? Tell us a little bit about this. My movement entails letting people know that the myths and stereotypes about us are untrue, mm-hmm. that we are just as lovely as any other human community. Mm-hmm. And it right. makes people have to... Um, to know and to build relationships with people on the spectrum mm-hmm. so they can get healthy understandings of who we truly are. Right, right. Your humanity. It precisely, yes. Yes. I know that is, a, that is a word that I love and I know that that is a word that you love because it is it encompasses a lot of what is missing, I think, in some people's thinking is that um, humans have humanity that is talking about the soul that we all have, that spirit that we all have, and connecting with that spirit more so than um, any biases that anyone can hold because of the way that we look or our whatever makes us diverse, right? Right. Yeah. Because in because humanity solves inhumanity. Yes. Right. So so seeing people as human and seeing their humanity, exactly. Well, is there anything you else you would like to share with us today about your book or about what you're doing, Antonio? I want to plug in my podcast, Tony Time Daily. Yep. And I publish episodes every day by 11 a.m. East Coast time so people can um, hear me before they start their lunchtime in America. (laughs) And I talk about resolve, like I basically talk about humanity on the show all the time. It's I'm on Spotify and Apple, for instance. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, remember I said you were the really hardworking guy. You do this every single day. <laughs> yes, without fail. That is incredible. 
Over 900 episodes. Yeah. Wow. For for one year. Wow. Really? So you, you publish more than one episode a day then? Yes. If I feel the spirit, I will do it. Love it. I love it. Well, I will also link that in the show notes so that people can um, connect with you in that way. So thank you so much, Antonio, for coming on and talking to us about your book. I'm really excited to get it out there and help people uh, get their hands on it so that they can get to know you and your family and your grandmother a lot better. Thank you, my dear friend, for helping me with the promotion. Absolutely my pleasure. Hey, did you enjoy that episode? If so, please leave a review. It would mean the world, but only if it's a good one and you really did enjoy it. In which case, it would be awesome if you help support my work over at Patreon. The link is in the show notes. See you soon.